0: This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 162. Gold Diggers, I cannot wait to introduce you to this guest. Before I give you the details on this Wonder Woman, I have to tell you how I met her. If you hang out on The Gold Digger Instagram, you'll know that we often ask you what you, our listeners, want to hear. And we really do listen. And so many of you wanted to know more about selling on Etsy. Enter our friend, Natalie. Natalie is a faithful gold digger. And after seeing all of your Etsy questions on an Instagram post, Natalie reached out and offered to teach us how to make it big on Etsy. I love how she presented herself and couldn't help from swooning while looking at her shop. Natalie started an Etsy shop when she was just 18 with $10 and a vision. Four years later, and her business, The Painted Press, has gained national media attention, supports her and her family, and sits in the top 1% of... all Etsy shops. It is her mission to provide an affordable, unique gift-giving option and to support her team made up entirely of college and high school students. Beyond the beautiful trinkets, Natalie is a brilliant businesswoman, and today she is going to teach you how to make it big on Etsy. I'm so excited to welcome a Gold Digger listener onto the show. And proof, guys, if you want to be on this show, we are paying attention. Hop on over to Gold Digger Podcast on Instagram or submit yourself at golddiggerpodcast.com. Before we dive on in, I want to read the review of the week. This is from Josie Cass 19. And it says most strategic and tactical podcast ever. Thank you so much. This is what we strive to be. It says I love Jenna's podcast because not only is she so human and admits when she has times of vulnerability, but she also gives the best strategies ever. I always learn something new in every episode. And I always learn something I can actually apply to my business. I have recommended this podcast to so many women, and I will continue to recommend it because there is no other podcast with content like this one. I am so excited to read your reviews every single week. Thank you to everyone doing it. And guess what? If you leave one, I might read it on the show. Without further ado, let's dive on in and learn from the best, my friend, Natalie.
1: You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. I am so
0: excited to say that this episode of The Gold Digger is brought to you by Care Of, a monthly subscription vitamin service made especially for you. Effective, quality ingredients tailored personally for you. For 25% off your first month of personalized Care Of vitamins, visit takecareof.com and enter the promo code Gold Digger. That's takecareof.com to get your own personalized vitamin set. Special thanks to our next sponsor, ShipStation. Thank you for supporting the Gold Digger podcast. Right now, try ShipStation absolutely free for 30 days and get an additional month free. Only if you use my promo code golddigger at shipstation.com. ShipStation, make ship happen. All right, Natalie, a fellow gold digger. I'm so excited you're here and you are about to serve our audience with something that they have been begging for. How does that feel? Oh my gosh, I love it. And I love Etsy and I am
2: so used to people being incredibly skeptical about Etsy. So like this is my jam. I'm out here to prove that Etsy is something worth taking a shot at.
0: I love it. I love it. Okay. So before we dive on into the nitty gritty, something that captivated me about you is just you. And so can you just share a little bit about who you are, Natalie, what your journey has been and what you do today?
2: Yeah. So right now I'm 22. I live in Fresno, California. I married my high school sweetheart a year and a half ago, and this is like my whole life right now. So about four years ago, I started the Painted Press just entirely as a hobby, nothing. I did not think this was gonna go anywhere, but essentially it went from this side hobby that made me no money and like, I didn't get any orders for a little bit to now four years later, it's mine, my husband's and my sister's full-time jobs. And then we have a team of people who are all part-time who come in and help us with the manufacturing and the shipping and just order fulfillment side of the business. So over this whole four-year journey, we've grown it to something that is serving thousands of people. It's just been an incredible ride and I'm so excited to talk
0: to you about it. I want for you to share with our listeners, what is the Painted Press? If they don't know who you are and what you do, what do you create?
2: Yeah, so the Painted Press started as something. It was really just kind of an outlet for me to do some crafts that I loved doing. So I explored some different DIYs and started out as a way for me to give Christmas gifts to people. And I was not working at the time. I had just graduated high school. So I was looking for a way to save money and still give people something for Christmas that was meaningful, personal, and just something that they hadn't seen before, something unique. So I I went to the craft store. I took a $10 bill, took my coupons, headed on over and got what I thought I was gonna need to start making. What I had in my head at the time was this idea for jewelry dishes, which already existed, but I wanted to put my own spin on it. I wanted to make them elegant, white and gold, and I wanted to try stamping people's names into them. I hadn't seen that done anywhere, and I was just really curious. And when I tried it, it actually completely worked. It looked so cool to me. And so I was really really excited. I gave them to people as Christmas gifts and they were really well received. So I had a couple of friends tell me like, Hey, you should, list these on Etsy. This is really cool. And I was in between semesters at the time. So I figured why not? I'll just check it out. I'll try it. And so I listed them there. Etsy is extremely easy to use. Actually, when I got on the platform, by the time I logged off, I already had a shop and I had a shop name and a couple items listed. And the monetary kind of risk that you have to take up front is nothing. It costs 20 cents to list an item. Fortunately, I was broke, but I wasn't that broke. So (laughs) I had 20 cents. And so I listed a few of these. But as the semester started, I was just thinking like, okay, I listed them. I don't expect anything to come of this. So I really just put it on the back burner and decided to focus on my school. I majored in speech language pathology, which is completely like a medical degree. So it had nothing to do with these crafts that I had started making. So I decided to like just focus on school for a little bit. But as I think just because it was the only thing that looked like what it did on Etsy, I think people started to take a chance on it, even though I had no sales, no reviews, nothing like that. It was something different. And if you have a similar style as me, this is something that people were actually looking for. So within a month, I had a couple of orders and as well, a that was really exciting for me. I didn't think anyone would want them. But so those first couple of orders were like, I was happy dancing. I was like, this is awesome. And so I got to make a couple. And I think with every new order, I got to refine my practice a little bit more, got to kind of consider maybe making business cards, maybe making sure that my packaging was consistent and just really slowly evolve from there and then from there over the first couple of months it was just this really slow trickle of orders every now and again and then actually a few months in after I'd sent out a couple dozen I got a really bad review and not like a negative review like a mean review and at that point I was thinking like "Uh, it's not worth it I don't care enough about this and I didn't know really how to handle criticism so at that point I was like you know what I'll just close it down it was fun I tried it but I'm done. So I told my parents that at dinner and they both own their own businesses. And they were like, "What? like one person, you're going to listen to one person (laughs) and give it all up for that. And I was like, yes. And they were like, no, you should absolutely keep going. And just because of like their support and them telling me that I should use this review to better myself and to use it kind of as motivation to even prove that person wrong, I decided Mm -hmm. to keep going. So I feel like that's an important point because I had never handled criticism and everyone's going to face it. And that was almost the end of the story. If I had listened to myself at that point, I just would have been done. It just wasn't Mm -hmm. worth it to me. So after like a few months more, my sister decided to come on and start helping me with a few things. She is a watercolor artist and we started experimenting with watercolor on the clay. And that actually worked really well. So we started doing custom orders together and we got a lot of brides, bridesmaids, people who wanted to incorporate their wedding colors into the jewelry dish. So we actually had a fun time kind of collaborating together and really got to hone into this idea that I had originally had and really kind of capitalize it and make this little niche for ourselves, where people were coming to us because they wanted something that they weren't finding other places. And so I think this whole first year of like, organic growth, really slow growth, was so important for what was about to happen next. So what happens next? So about a year later, it was November of 2015, and I was just fulfilling a few holiday orders that I'd gotten, and one day my phone just started exploding, like Etsy order notifications through the roof constantly every few minutes, and I was like, what the heck? I just figured it was broken or something. So I hopped on my computer because my phone actually stopped working. It crashed because of all the notifications coming in. So I hopped on my computer and I went over to the Etsy analytics and it took me over to the Huffington Post. They had just published an article called something like top personalized gifts of the holiday season. And number one on the list was my jewelry dishes. And that was just like crazy. I mean, I can't even tell you what happened because I literally can't remember I think I screamed and like called my parents down and I was just like it was surreal because I really hadn't had any press up until that point so it's a very weird experience going from nothing to the Huffington Post zero to a hundred essentially so I kind of sat in that for a minute and was just so so excited and then got like really sober really fast because I was looking at these hundreds of orders coming in And in hundreds of orders that an order can equal one dish or it can equal 25, anywhere in between. Like it can be anything. And these orders coming in hundreds actually equaled thousands of jewelry dishes that I was supposed to make by myself and ship out in the few weeks before Christmas and So that was not going to work. And I knew that wasn't going to work. So my excitement lasted 15 seconds. And then I went into like, (laughs) okay, game plan mode. How do I do this? Because all of these people have put their faith in me. And I'm about to let a lot of people down if I can't make it happen. So actually that night, my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, put in his two weeks notice at work. And my sister decided to come on full time with me. I hired my brother on the spot because he had been kind of around it and and he knew what we were doing. I hired another girl from my church who has an awesome work ethic and she actually still works with me today. And I hired my parents who would come in and after they were done with their own jobs, I think they just really didn't want to see me flop. And so they were like, sure, you can hire us, I guess. (laughs) And so I had this team of people. And then a couple days later, I got us all into a studio and we moved in on Thanksgiving Day and that was how dire like our situation was we actually moved in that day and had our first work day on Thanksgiving and we stopped for turkey but that was our first work day and then we just spent the next few weeks i mean shipping hundreds of orders we were shipping between 50 to 75 packages a day oh my god Yeah, we barely made it. We made it on December 20th. We sent out the last of our orders. So everything arrived by Christmas Eve, but I was putting in 16 to 18 hours a day. My husband was also putting in about that amount of time. We were also in finals week. So we were all (laughs) trying to not bomb finals. And I mean, it was a crazy, that was a growing pain like nothing I can Even describe properly. It was absolutely, after a year of very slow, steady growth, absolutely an overnight growth. And so, ever since that point, I think that, like, after sending out those orders, I was motivated to do a couple things. A, sleep a lot for the next, like, week and a half. I just wanted to sleep and, like, you know, recover from that whole experience. And then, B, I was so amped that this was actually like the real deal after seeing the number of orders and just the amount of revenue that came in, I was realizing like this can be a real business if I can kind of hang on to this momentum and allow that to push me into the new year, I can make this work. And so we were motivated. We were making new designs. I was really researching Etsy and like, what is Etsy SEO? What are keywords? What are tags? All of this stuff. And just listening to anything I could get my hands on because there is a lot of a lot of information out there about Etsy, but you can't find any of it in the same place. It's mm-hmm. really hard. Like you you go to one website, there's one really good article, another website, and they have one podcast about it. And it's so it's like, I was just gleaning from wherever I could to try to learn everything about this platform that had just like surprise the heck out of me. I was so (laughs) into it. (laughs) So ever since then, it's been kind of like a slow growth, but like a very, it's been good ever since that first year. And then that complete push to get through that season. I think that push showed me just how much we're capable of doing in such a short amount of time. And from there, it's only gone uphill. It's been awesome.
0: That's amazing. And we recently went viral. And as you know, it's like the craziest experience that no one can prepare you for. So imagining that on top of finals week, oh my gosh, you are amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so funny what you'll do when you have really
2: no choice, right. or when your only choice is like either succeed or fail. It's amazing how much you can find within yourself, to allow yourself to succeed. Like I was, I don't even know how I worked that much or how any of us worked that much. My parents, they're amazing. I don't know why they even came in to help me. I think they really just didn't want to see me like curl up into a ball (laughs) and give up. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, you absolutely understand when something like that hits you, there's nothing
0: you could have done to prepare for it. Mm -hmm. So what have the different kind of seasons of the painted press look like? Like We know the slow growth and we know the explosion. What has it been like since? Because you've been doing this for a little while now.
2: Yeah, so that whole next year, I started thinking about I mean, serious branding, I'm kind of ashamed to say that that whole first year, I really didn't take it seriously. I didn't brand myself. I actually started the business under another name. It was a French name. No one could pronounce it except for me. <laughs> and so, so I mean, I just didn't think practically about any mm. of those details. I used to cut out our business cards by hand, like print them out on eight by 11 sheets of paper and cut them out. So it was a lot of like streamlining, making sure that everything I was doing, I was getting like good wholesale rates on clay, on boxes, that kind of stuff. So for a while I focused on that, I made sure that I was really making the process as easy for myself and as inexpensive as possible because I had to hire all of these other people to come on. So really kind of allocating funds to different things and prioritizing what was important and then I started just really focusing and making sure that our Etsy was we were coming up in search results Mm -hmm. so I started targeting our different listings so one of our listings was great for weddings so I made sure that the tags were there for that instead of just calling it jewelry dish ring dish I called it wedding gift personalized Mm -hmm. wedding gift customized wedding gift and really making sure that people who people know what they want and it's really hard as a producer to think like your customer because I want to think like logically well this is a ring dish that's what I should market it as but people are looking for a wedding gift and they don't know when they're looking for that that could be a ring dish Mm -hmm. so focusing in on that and so that whole next year was great honestly like slow I say slow growth but there were ebbs and flows of course there's busy season there's wedding season and then something that was just amazing that was beyond validating was that to Corey Reached out to us. If for anyone who doesn't know what Takori is, they are amazing designers and (laughs) yes, like manufacture and distribute to jewelers everywhere. And they reached out to me and they wanted to work with me on a celebrity order that they had. So they sent over like 600 names, all of them, or not all of them, but most of them I recognized as just like huge celebrities. And they were like, yeah, we're going to give them to these guests at, I think it was called the, I think it was the Marie Claire power trip. So I created all of these ring dishes for that event. And they said that they were so well received that they wanted to officially partner with us. Wow. And that was like mind blowing. So now if you you are a buyer for Takori, you have the option to place a purchase order for a lot of Takori ring dishes that are all going to be made by us. So it's just little things like that that happened that really kind of boosted my momentum. There's always something going on that was a motivating factor to keep going.
0: Mm-hmm. So I have a weird question about that experience with Takori. Did you have to mm-hmm. donate those dishes, or did they pay for them?
2: Oh, they paid for them. I always, I've always been very iffy about donating product anywhere, so I've tried to stand my ground and really only enter into contracts where I feel like they're fairly. Treating us for our work and our time. And takori has been amazing. Like, they highly value us. We actually went down to their headquarters and met them, met like our contacts there, met other people who work there, and we got to walk through their whole process from like the men that are in. Like, it's so cool. They have different studios for different parts of the process. And so there's all those guys working on like sanding down all the jewels. I don't know what they're doing, but it looks really cool. (laughs) And then I'm like, their PR department, and it just it, the whole experience was amazing. And they really have been so
0: sweet to us the whole time, and definitely have valued us. I think that's such an important lesson because a lot of times you'll get opportunities, especially when you're newer, that people are telling you what a great opportunity something is, but it might not actually grow your business. And so I think, Natalie, Mm -hmm. it just speaks to how you're treating this as a real business. It's not a hobby. It's something that is bringing you income. And I know that there are just so many shiny things for us out there in this world and so many asks for us as we grow our business businesses. And so thank you for sharing that because I think a lot of times people get requests like that and it's not paid and then you're working around the clock for free for something that might not have as much benefit as people make it seem.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's always hard to say no upfront to something like that. But once you really start to understand your worth and your value, it's going to stick out to you when companies also Mm. understand
0: your worth. Absolutely. So let's talk about Etsy as a platform. I know I first discovered it back in 2010 when we were planning our wedding. Kudos to you because that was kind of when it was getting started. But what are some of the biggest pros of Etsy? Okay, so what I love about
2: Etsy is that A, it's ready for you wherever you are in your business. So for me, like I said, different name, no business cards, no kind of brand identity at all and i was still able to go on there and set up a shop set up a few listings with no strings attached and i didn't look i don't really know how to say it. i didn't look stupid on that platform mm-hmm. there are people there that they're just doing it as a hobby. And it's people of all ages, people who just kind of want to sell their grandma's knickknacks that they found or, and then also brands that like, this is a huge source of revenue for them. So it really is an all-inclusive platform that's ready for you where you're at now. And I also just love that like, as you grow, they allow you to grow and they support that. So you can customize your logo, you can customize a shop header, so you can really kind of form your own identity in your own time on their platform and they're happy to like support you off the platform as well so you can link to your own website you can link to your social media and they understand that and they're not trying to sell you in this like Etsy is the end-all be-all to your business they know that it's just simply a platform that celebrates makers celebrates artists and I've seen them do that like they actually want you to succeed. And they're going to help you succeed once you kind of establish that you're uh, reputable, trustworthy, that you are actually making and sending out what you say you are. So you do have to do the work. But as soon as you've kind of proven yourself as a successful seller, they're going to come alongside you and they're going to promote you to their audience.
0: Thanks to Care Of for supporting our podcast today. Even when you try to maintain a healthy diet, it can be hard to get all the nutrients that your body needs. To ensure that you get what you need, Care/of designed a short quiz that asks you about your diet, your health goals and your lifestyle choices and uses these answers to create personalized vitamin packs just for you. Your subscription box includes individually wrapped packets with your specific vitamins and supplements for easy grab and go. You'll receive a 30 day supply shipped right to your door. No more worrying about replacing multiple bottles when you run out or missing a few days until you can make it to the store. I for one am a vitamin lover. They fill the important gaps that my body is missing out from from my diet I got to try out care of when they sponsored this show and I am so glad I did it I took their quiz found out their recommendations specifically for me which how cool is that and got their vitamin shipped right to my door I'm a total vitamin junkie and now I have a new favorite way of getting them I want for you to get in on the magic for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, visit takecareof.com and enter the promo code gold digger. That's 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins. When you go to take care com and enter gold digger at checkout, enjoy gold diggers cheers to a healthy lifestyle. Gold diggers, listen up. Many of us are in the industry where we have to sell products online and getting your orders out the door quickly can be tough. All the prep that goes into shipping can totally suck precious time away from your business, which is why I recommend ShipStation. It's a fast, easy way to manage and ship your orders all from one place. Simply put, Gold Diggers with ShipStation, you'll ship more in less time with the best rates possible. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. Gold Diggers, right now you can try ShipStation free for 30 days and get an additional month free only if you use my promo code Gold Digger. Don't wait. Head to ShipStation.com. Before you do anything else, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Gold Digger. That's ShipStation.com. Enter gold digger ship station make ship happen that is so awesome okay so I love all of that now let's do the flip side of the coin are there any cons about being on Etsy in your opinion
2: so I think that like any platform online and we've seen this a lot with Instagram whenever there are any changes (laughs) There are people who are very upset about those changes. And then there are people who are like, I love it. I think it's great. So I personally have loved all of the changes that Etsy has made. I think that they're great, in my opinion and in my experience, they're great at listening to their sellers and really updating all of the tools that we use to make it as easy as possible, especially for brands that are bringing in a lot of orders per day or per week. It's really important that you're able to kind of do things in bulk, like bulk print labels or send conversations. They allow you to kind of copy and paste conversations, just little things that really help you in your day-to-day work online. They listen, in my opinion. But I think that for anyone who's had kind of a negative experience with any of their changes or algorithm changes, I think it's just really important to remember that Etsy is not the only platform you have to go on and it is really important to be able to contact your customers outside of Etsy. I talk to a lot of people on Instagram and then send them over to Etsy and vice versa. Like so we mm-hmm. Etsy is not the only way people can find us and I think that there is kind of this trap, this tendency to fall into that Etsy is going to do it for you, that you don't have to try because Etsy's supposed to be putting you out there. And that's just obviously a dangerous trap to fall into because you may get a few orders, but you really do have to hustle yourself. And they're Mm -hmm. happy to come alongside you, but they only want people on there that are essentially making them look good. So it really is this mutually beneficial kind of relationship between a seller and Etsy's platform. Like as a corporation, you can really work in harmony together. I think it's just when people feel like Etsy's not doing enough for them, it's important to remember that there are things you can be doing for yourself,
0: I love that, and I think Natalie, you are just such a brilliant businesswoman because I think that it's never good to put all your balls in one court or all your eggs in one basket, and that as a true business, you need to market. I don't know any platform that says we will do all the marketing for you; just sit back and bring in the money. <laughs> and so, it's such a good reminder, and also too, like people hate change. And a lot of times these platforms are trying to enhance the user experience and well, they get things wrong occasionally? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, they're trying to make that user's experience so much better. And it's going to benefit us if we can just hold tight, buckle up and not be so resistant. So I love both of those points that you made. So one thing I want to know, is what, in your opinion, has made the painted press successful? Do you think there are any things that you just did really right that if somebody were just starting, if they could implement a few of these strategies, it would help them get a good start?
2: Yeah, so I've talked to a lot of Etsy sellers that are frustrated and feeling like they're not getting the results that they expected from the platform, especially because I tend to like talk about how much I love it. But (laughs) I've looked at sellers and there is a tendency, I think, to kind of see a trend and to kind of hop on it. I think that what made us successful from the beginning is that it really was something unlike anything else that you could find on the platform. And it's a sad saturated marketplace so there really does need to be something special about you something different that other people aren't offering so for someone who just feels like i don't know like they're just not seeing the results i would really encourage you to go on there and look at what other people in your category are doing and make sure that there is something that sets you apart from the rest whether that's like your gift wrapping or just your color scheme whatever it is or even just you like what is your story and make sure it's personal people love shopping from other people and i think that originally what set us apart was this different design because I'm not going to lie. I didn't have a great about me from the very beginning. I didn't like, I didn't add a lot of details, but as people started buying from me, I realized like, I need to make myself a big part of this. People need to know that when they buy from me, they are literally changing my life. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful to them. And I want them to feel that connection and that I only live in this house because of Etsy orders. I Mm -hmm. like, we, eat dinner because of our Etsy orders. So I think just making yourself stand out whatever way you can get creative, offer something different, because people want something different. It's really hard to stand out when you're just doing the same thing as the, the next 10 people.
0: I love that. That is such good advice, sister. You are so eloquent, like for real. I wish I was as smart as you were when I was your age. That's just, I need to say that. (laughs) Okay. So let's talk a little bit about your team. I know you've kind of alluded to your sister, your husband, who is on your team right now? How did you hire them and what do they do for you in your business?
2: Yeah, so my team has stayed pretty consistent throughout. We've had a couple people come and go that are just helping for different seasons, but everything started with the Huffington Post feature. My husband put his job and he came on as kind of the financial manager. He handles a lot of the customer service and he oversees all of our shipping. So he is really like the stuff that I didn't wanna work on originally because I wanted to be in the studio painting and creating and hanging out with my sister while she did her work. He kind of took on all of those roles. And then my sister, I call her just like, Creative genius. She doesn't have really another title. She is constantly innovating, constantly coming up with new designs. And one thing that also set us apart was that I would take custom orders from people. So she's painted, like, name it, and she's probably put it on a jewelry dish. She is amazing at just going with the flow and painting. Someone wanted seahorses on their dishes, and she did it. And someone, a lot of people want mountain like landscapes. So she's constantly taking these. Custom orders and making them a reality for our customers. And I think that's something that she's just insanely talented at. She recently created this design where you have your bridesmaids' dresses in the jewelry dish along with their name because it is such a beautiful thing that's happening in weddings right now where brides are allowing their bridesmaids to choose their own dresses. And so Mm -hmm. everyone's is different. And so she's capturing that moment forever by adding their dress and brides will send us their pictures and she'll add them into the dishes, add the gold rim. And so now all of these bridesmaids have something personal that they can look back and remember that experience, remember that happy day. So she does all of that stuff. I also hired my brother and this girl, Emily, from our church. And they both do our day-to-day, like our sanding, sealing, painting of all the jewelry dishes. So it's really like monotonous work. It's kind of the nitty gritty, the details, but they're amazing at it. And they've both been on board for nearly three years now. And so that's the team that's kind of like the team that's stuck around the whole time. And then of course, my parents that first season were there all the time helping us. I've had my friend Micah come on and help me with Instagram from time to time. And so it's just been this really amazing collaborative effort. And like sometimes I call it a family business, because it really does feel that way. Like I get to spend so much time with these people who um, you work with your sister, like it is so fun to be able to work with your family and get to call that your job. Like that
0: has been one of
2: my favorite things about this whole
0: experience. I think that is so inspiring. And I also just think too, like, what a blessing to have created something that can pour into other people's lives and not just your own. Like, doesn't it ever just shock you? Like, how is this real?
2: I'm not even kidding my brother every time he leaves he says thanks for employing me like he is so <laughs> they all recognize that this is something that is awesome and I never thought I'd see my brother he's 18 he's graduating high school I never thought I'd see him in there painting like little gold details on dishes <laughs> and talking about what's his favorite it's So cute. But like, I mean, it's it is mind blowing. And it's just been like you said, the biggest blessing to be able to work with them and to be able to provide for my sister now that she's moved out. It's a lot of pressure from times like if you think about it, but I don't dwell on that. I dwell on the fact that we actually get to do this every day.
0: So cool. So I have a question for you that's off the script, but I want to know. So when a lot of people start out, custom work is a really great way to get your feet wet, but (laughs) it's not always scalable. And so what does it look like in terms of custom work versus work that you can make more mass quantities of? How does that kind of work, especially with an Etsy business?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. It isn't that scalable. And so we've had to come to terms with our custom work being a, like a longer time frame. We can't really turn around big custom jobs in three to five days, obviously. Mm-hmm. So just being able, I actually just talked to my sister about this, being able to say, we're booked, we're booked for custom work right now, or you can place an order, but it's gonna be a lot longer before you get it. And fortunately, Annie is kind of the head of that. And so while she has her custom orders and her more elaborate orders, I still have my team of people over here doing the stuff that is like we can whip out a ton of those every day. So we have to focus on both sides. And it's definitely for someone starting out, I would say do the customs until it's too much and then just book a certain amount per month that you're able to do and get a wait list, get people if people Mm -hmm. really want your work which I'm sure they do, they will wait for it.
0: It's worth the wait all the time. That's amazing. All right. So let's go into rapid fire. And you've kind of touched on some of these things. But I want to know first response, what comes to mind when I ask you this? Are you ready? Okay, yes. All right. What is your favorite part about Etsy? So
2: I think my favorite part about Etsy is that they are so relevant to today's market. I think conscious consumerism is a really big deal right now. And everybody wants to make sure that they're giving their money to something that matters. And Etsy is a marketplace where you can shop and you can know that you're giving your money to something that matters. You're giving your money to people who are providing for their families through this income. It is awesome. Okay,
0: least favorite part about Etsy.
2: I, I don't like how saturated it's becoming. I sometimes I feel like I've talked to some people who say, yeah, it's kind of like shopping at a thrift store. Like you have to (laughs) sort through some stuff that's not relevant to get to what you want. But I say it's like shopping at a thrift store. You find the most amazing gems there. Like it's
0: worth searching through. Amazing. What is your proudest Etsy moment?
2: I feel like there's so many. But one time, I think last year, I sent in all of our business stats to our local Fresno Chamber of Commerce, and they poured over everything. And they actually awarded me College Entrepreneur of the Year. And I think that was probably the proudest moment just to just to look at all of these people who have made it made it big. And they all believed in this idea, like they were all supporting it and applauding it. So I feel like that was a really cool validating experience for me.
0: That is amazing. And if you could leave our listeners with one piece of Etsy advice, what would that be?
2: I would say don't let your fears or your skepticism about this platform hold you back from trying it out. And if you do try it out, which I hope you do if you've been thinking about it, I would say have patience. Nothing happens overnight. Give it your all. And definitely seek out community. Seek out people who are on the platform who have experience selling. I'm always here to answer questions. I try to answer them over the Painted Press DM and email. I think it's just really important to seek out community because we love to
0: support each other on that platform. You are so amazing. I just want to bottle you up. Like how inspiring (laughs) you guys. Okay. So where can everybody find you and connect with you, Natalie? Okay, so my personal
2: Instagram, which is a little just it's a bit more like behind the scenes. I do talk about work on there. It's just my full name. It's Natalie Fougere on Instagram. And then our business Instagram is The Painted Press. And you can find us there and you can connect with us there. We're on that platform every single day.
0: And where can we shop all your goodies? Hello, we need to buy them.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so if you search Etsy, search The Painted Press or search Jewelry Dish or, you know, search anything that's relevant to our categories,
0: but it's www.thepaintedpress.etsy.com. Amazing. Thank you so much for not just being a guest today, but for being a listener, Natalie. I am so thankful you reached out and tackled one of the biggest topics that we've been wanting to have on our show.
2: I'm seriously so excited to be here. I feel like this conversation was awesome and I cannot wait to hear it.
0: Yay! Holy cow, isn't anyone else inspired by how amazing Natalie is? I feel like I could talk to her for days. She is just so inspiring and such a ray of sunshine. And she broke down Etsy so stinking well. So if you are thinking about it or you're just kind of contemplating, listen to her and look at her success. It has been really fun to study the way that she uses a platform and the way that she connects with people online to see how she does business. And man, if all of us had started when Natalie started. Imagine where we could be. So don't wait any longer. Don't make up any more excuses. If today is the day that you need to get started, do it. Etsy could be an incredible place for you to build the business of your dreams, just like Natalie did. Until next time, goal diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And a giant thank you to Natalie for sharing your
1: heart and your insight with us today.